Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast. I'm Don Armstrong with Car Review Thursday, our twice-weekly review of what's inside our new car showroom. I had a chance to drive the Acura RDX, the 2020. Um, it comes in a few trim levels. It starts with base. Then it goes to technology. Then it goes to A-spec. And then it goes to advance. So four trim levels. And then, of course, you can add to that if you want to. That's some package that's not in that trim level. Reviewed trim level is the SH AWD A-Spec, which super handling is what SH stands for. Ah, okay. All-wheel All drive. drive. Mm-hmm. I just thought that would tease you a bit with that. And A-Spec is kind of their performance version of yes the vehicle. and then the advance kind of combines all things and puts it into the top-notch package uh passengers this is a small well i would call a mid-size suv but the government calls it a small suv seats five passengers and a driver uh exterior changes uh none because it was completely redesigned in 2019 this is the 2020 model exterior features uh, large grill with a huge Acura logo right smack dab in the middle of it. You know it's an Acura coming at you. Uh, edgy, fake front brake ducts, large lower valance opening. It looked racy. Bulging fenders, sloping roof line, kind of like the Land Rover Evoque, kind of like that. Everybody's kind of going to that look. Uh, slasher, real rear taillights. Slasher. Slasher. They kind of went whoosh, with the paintbrush and there the tail light. Does that go again? <laughs> what I liked about it, uh, the smart, modern overall design, what could use improvement? Nothing. Uh, I wouldn't change a thing. Out of it. it looks sharp. It's very edgy. Interior highlights, spacious cabin, uh, sports car-like two-tone seats. I like that too. Um, infotainment screen controlled by a touchpad on the center console, and you know I don't like that. It is an aesthetic thing, and the reason being, I think, is because they want to push the screen back up on the dashboard, too far away for you to reach it, so you've got to have some way to control it. So let's use a touchpad. No. It just adds to the level of difficulty trying to change a radio station, unless you're just going to go up the dial with the button on the steering wheel. I I don't know. I just have second thoughts about that. Most people may not feel anything wrong with that. Uh, I would rather have the touchscreen close enough to me that I can touch it. Well, and you've used touchpads on different stuff, different cars through the years, that it's not a matter of you don't have experience with it. Because my, my head's always like, well, after you use it long enough, you kind of understand it better. But you've been using them for a while, and you've never liked touchpads on the, on the, I, I, no, on the I console. Haven't. No, I haven't. Because now you've got to fool with the touchpad and look at the screen to find out where you where, where the mouse at? is on the on the screen it just adds another layer to it that's just my opinion you know the wife may love it you may love it whatever it's okay no, I, I've not, I, I don't have any experience with it um, it has a strange transmission control button thing that's kind of midway between the dash center stack, and the center console. I don't know how else to put it. It's just odd. 
You mean uh, where the gear shift is? Well, if you want to call it that, because it's buttons, and then it's got a large single knob at the top of the button row, and that's to change the dynamic driving adjustments on it. Why? Why? <laughs> Uh, in-floor storage is great in this thing. Uh, it puts all the other SUVs uh, on notice. I'm talking about in the back back there, the cargo area. Um, what I liked about it, I love the overall design of it. That that touchscreen thing d- that's not happening and the transmission thing, you'd have to go and test drive it. Rides great, drives great, but that's right. just a little, is too much of a learning curve for me. Just saying. Two-liter turbo four-cylinder, 272 horsepower. That's a lot of get-up and go on a two-liter. Yeah, 280 pound-feet of torque, 10-speed automatic transmission, tow rating 1,500 pounds. Uh, Mileage, 21 city, 26 highway, 23 combined. I like the sports car-like taut suspension on it. Um, What could use it? It may be a little too firm for some folks. Did you mess with the dynamic handling at all with uh, I, I the did. adjustability I, of it? I did, and notice a big difference in, nah, in selection. A, uh, some base trim price forty five thousand eight hundred dollars. Price is tested forty six seven ninety five. The base model, if you just want to get into this down at the base, remember the base trim is starts at thirty seven six. What's up, bad. So it'll get um, the salesman fired if he sells the one base car they have in inventory. Here's the issue. No singular options are available. They're all bundled into trim packages. Uh-huh. Wow, that's that's ease of that's that's ease of build of building the vehicle. So the plant likes that because it simplifies yeah. the build. That's and apparently they sell them and apparently people like it. Uh, you know, I want one of four. That's it. There you right. go. Drive it out the door. Competitors, Mercedes-Benz GLA 34250. It's a smaller vehicle. Infinity QX50 37250. And the Lexus NX 37, uh, 36720. And that's the review of the 2020 Acura RDX. Hey, thanks for checking us out. In Wheel Time is streamed on Facebook and YouTube and is broadcast every Saturday in Houston on ESPN 97.5 FM.